You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello everyone, this is Connie and welcome to this week's episode of Awaken Radio. It is awesome to be here with you. I have a really cool conversation in store for you today and I'm excited because I feel like I'm going to be able to bring a different perspective on some really cool topics with you today because I'm speaking with Jamie Gonzalez, who some of you might know because I've interviewed him previously on the show, but he's back here today because we're going to be diving into a conversation around consciousness and conscious living, and we really want to open this up for men so that we can bring perspectives on, you know, whether you want to use the label spirituality or conscious living or presence, not just from this sort of feminine perspective, which is a lot of what I cover, but from a male's perspective as well and make this really accessible to men who are on this journey. So for those of you who don't yet know Jamie, he speaks, writes and mentors about living our truth. He absolutely loves supporting people in moving through limitations so they can feel empowered to live the life they love and come to know who they truly are. At a young age, he discovered he had a passion for life and living it without the limitations so many of us experience. He liked to see the possibilities and go for them whilst sharing the journey of awakening to our infinite self. Jamie brings everything back to the moment. Thus, people may follow what they truly feel moved to do and be the person they feel to be regardless of circumstances. He supports people in getting themselves out of the way, letting go of fear and living limitlessly. So it's pretty cool stuff that he teaches. So Jamie, thank you so, so much for being here with me today. I'm back, baby. You're back online. <laughs> Last time that we chatted, I think we had some internet connection issues, but this one is going to be smooth sailing, I know. I'm back on. It's on. Thanks to that lovely um, introduction straight from my um, about page. Um, it's <laughs> great little. I wrote that actually just recently. Um, someone asked me, "What do I do?" And oh man, it just changes all the time. I just people ask. I never get stuck on what I do, so it's fun. I get to play with it every now and then, and I was just really listening to what I was sharing, and it felt nice. It, it felt, felt nice. nice. It felt like it was was good, uh, good and aligned. It's just a beautiful thing for me to do what I love, you know, and I suppose that's where we're heading today, you know, like from, from, from a male's point of view, what is conscious living, like you just yeah. said, you know, and for a guy to step out of, I suppose, what's a stereotypical norm, you know, in terms of what they do and how they live their lives and their roles because, you know, when you spoke about conscious living for men, there's a lot of support out there for women. You know, I've noticed that it's it's – there's all these like groups there. Oh, there's so many things at the moment to support women and really going out there and exploring their own possibilities in life and following their hearts and all these types of things. Like you see it everywhere. There's you know all these tribes, um, sisterhood stuff going on. Um, but what I notice is there's a real like for some reason there's a lack of uh, conscious tribes for men. I don't know why that is, but. Yes, I don't know. It's an interesting thing that I've stumbled across. I don't know if you noticed that, but um, I was like, there's all these events going on, but why aren't men opening up? Why aren't men having this conversation about living life from, you know, what they feel? So I'm glad you've raised the question. I'm glad you've raised the topic. Um, you know, it's something that I'm passionate about and not particularly look just for men. I 
I love for you know men and women, everyone to to live a life of, of consciously. You know, what does conscious living mean? You know, for me, I believe conscious living is being able to, like you mentioned before, the word presence, be present, present to who you truly are, and allow yourself to show up in life in what you feel. You know, not being not letting your life be determined by the roles or your identity, rather being conscious to who you truly are, which is love itself being expressed moment by moment, you know, but to know yourself as that, to know yourself as that feeling that's already complete, already whole and show up, that is a journey, you know, that is, that is what I call conscious living, you know, it doesn't look a certain way, it's not about perceiving it to be a certain type of role or or any type of way of said, it's just a way of life. Um, you know, they, what's that, uh, that saying? Happiness is not a destination, it's a way of life. I believe conscious living being is, a, is you know, not about an outcome or result or what you have or what you do. It's just a way of life. It's a way of being, um, you know, and, and I love that. So I'm glad we're about to have this conversation, Connie. <laughs> well, Jamie, this is exactly why I contacted you because... I, there is a massive uprising for women and I think, you know, from a female perspective, a lot of women have felt, you know, over the past decades, the feminine energy has been quite repressed and, and suppressed and denied and, you know, there's been inequality and there's been a lot of um, things getting in the way of women being fully self-expressed and fully out in the world. You know, we've lived in a very uh, masculine dominated society. And so, you know, that sort of kickstarted this whole process, I think, is that the women have sort of been waking up and there, as, you, as you're saying, there's groups and there's support and there's sisterhoods, there's community, and it's this incredible vibe. And um, you're right, that the conversation is lacking for men. And I think almost what is needed now as the feminine is becoming so strong is for that balance to come back in around the masculine as well and for men to step into that really strong, conscious, empowered energy versus the maybe the old way of the masculine, which is quite dominating and arrogant and overbearing and suppressive. Um, so I, I feel this is super important and, yeah. and, and beautiful, <laughs> like so, so beautiful. It's funny, you know, because I can, you know, the best way that I suppose I relate or the best way that I share my experiences and, you know, and the way of living is relating to my own story. Mm. You know, what was it for me? I suppose I could share the story of what was it for me to go and live consciously? Mm. Um, you know, and, and that was a few years back now. It was about four years ago. There was a definitely a, def a defining point in my life um, where I really decided to go and you know, what I call live consciously, you know, for many years, and I know there's other guys out there that also have done this where, you know, they've gone and probably read books like women as well. You know, you start, you start your journey by reading all these books and finding information and, you know, sort of starting to get back in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. Women seem to do a lot faster, but the men sort of, you know, shy away a little bit. Like you go to a yoga class and there's usually <laughs> way more women in there. But there's more <laughs> men going, Jamie. Like I'm going to there yoga is. classes and I'm like, wow, look how many men are here. And they're like bombing and, you know, it's awesome. <laughs> no, you're just single at the moment, Connie. You're just looking for a man. I know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like seeking them out in the yoga class. <laughs> yeah. Not there's a lot of men here today. Yeah, uh, but, how did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I, uh, you know, look, I just noticed that. And the reason being is, you know, obviously guys, they don't go to the pub and talk about their feelings. You know, they go to, 
yeah. <laughs> they go to the pub and they do these men things. And, and the last thing they talk about is what's real, you know. And for me, what is real is what I feel. And I took me a, it took me a long time to really grasp that, you know, grasp that what I feel is more real than this identity and the roles I was playing in a masculine way. And to even just go and have that conversation with myself, um, you know, because if I was to really understand myself as well, this feeling, what I feel to, to do, be, live in my life, if that's more real uh, than what I think I'm supposed to be doing, then who I'm supposed to be as a man, as this provider, as this successful guy, as, you know, all these things came up in terms of my identity, you know, that the guy's and they have a bit of an identity crisis go on, you know, because they think they're supposed to go out there and become these successful men that are financially secure, have got their lives together so they're, you know, the right type of guy that all the women, you know, can see and will tick boxes for, you know. And women do this in their own right as well, you know. But also I find that the men that I talk to that have come to, you know, discover themselves at a deeper level, you know, a lot of them have also found that by going and trying to get all these things, like all their ducks in a line, you know, lined up, they've really found that they've, you know, struggled because they get to a certain point and they think they're there and, and they've got balance, let's just say, in their life. They're successful in everything. But then, you know, that part where they're looking for a partner, this woman, they're struggling with, you know, they keep attracting the woman that's ticking all the boxes, but they're not connecting with the female in the way that they would truly love. Reason being is because they haven't even had a chance yet to connect with themselves because it's all been about what they do, who they are, rather than going internally and realising, well, what's really true for me, what's important. You know, their focus, their attention is all about what's happening in their story. So bringing a guy out of that phase is quite confronting and, I suppose for me, you know, as I was saying, that happened three or four years ago where I knew a lot of this stuff. I definitely had dived into what it was to be spiritual and understanding conscious, conscious living. But it was exactly that. It was something I understood. Um, it wasn't something that I could live. And, uh, you know, when I decided to live it, I also then realized that I didn't <laughs> feel to keep doing the things that I was doing. You know, I, when I talk about the things I was doing, my career, you know, the things that I was chasing in order to build my identity up to be this type of man that was powerful, you know, and, and that's what a lot of guys are doing. They're out there and you said it's a very like ego-dominant sort of masculine energy. They're out there trying to build themselves up to become king, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to sit on top of the, the hill and look at me. Um, it's a very normal thing, you know. The guys, it's, it's, it's very normal for a guy to think that that's, that's what he's got to go do become. For me, going, you know, taking that journey and living consciously was quite confronting in the beginning, you know, <laughs> having other guys asking, you know, what are you doing? I'm going, don't know, I'm nothing, I've just stopped. You know, I was with a time and I remember saying to her, I go, this, you know, and it was really confronting for me because I am the type of guy that once always likes to, you know, make sure that I provide for my partner and, do everything and all those sort of things that a guy should do, you know, and, and it's not to say that that's the right thing to do or the wrong thing, whatever, you know, that's just me. You know, I, I felt to always be able to pull my weight and make sure that, I, you know, the woman that I love it can ensure, it's just something I love. I love to be able to give her the life that she also loves, not taking any power away from her too because I know that that woman 
is also more than capable of doing that herself. But it's nice to be giving. That's how I felt anyway. So to go and take myself out of the role where I thought that's how I was able to give in my relationship when it came to um, security, finances, and all those sorts of things was really confronting. And um, I remember even talking to my partner and going, look, I don't know where I'm going with this. And I love you, but I understand if it's not for you, you know, um, because I don't want to drag you through this. But I knew that at that point in my life, I wanted to just know that what I felt was real. So, you know, I had to let go of the things that I just to realize weren't so real. You know, the things externally that I had power in um, that always brought me out of the moment. You know, those things that I was always using to hopefully arrive somewhere in life. And, uh, you know, and that was, that was a pretty confronting, you know, time of life. And uh, I suppose that's why when I talk about conscious living for men, you know, they don't really go and talk about these things openly where women, there's a lot of support. Like you said, there's all these women supporting each other. No matter what, it's all right. You've got to get out there and follow your heart and, you know, do what you love and all this type of stuff. There's so much support. Guys, I don't know, they just, they struggle with finding that. Um, they're very much I find a lot of guys that are burning within themselves um, you know burning out of fear you know because they're struggling to to really just go and do what they love they feel they're more tied up by their responsibilities uh, in the roles of who they think they are well I think you just identified so many key things there that are the that you can start to see why perhaps men are struggling a little bit more with this process than women are. I mean, you said right from the start, first of all, this is about following what you feel. And that, first of all, requires a guy to be able to tune into what they feel, which, you know, for a lot of men these days, maybe isn't even something they're familiar with understanding, knowing how to do. Maybe there's not even the avenue that would give them the opportunity to tune into how they feel, you know. So that first and foremost is is, is going to be something that they're going to come up against is actually learning how to feel uh, maybe that they're being called to something different or that, that their mm. heart is, is calling towards something or that this, this yearning within them to actually identify that and be able to listen to that is a big first step. And then secondly, what you said, which is just so massive, is, is everything that's been constructed around what a man needs to be in the world and their responsibilities and the roles they have to play and their own ego, which is built on, you know, there's a lot of competitiveness and there's a lot of like, (laughs) I'm better than you and I just got a pay rise and I've got this job title and I just got enough money to buy this car and that means that I've made it. And, And at the moment, I think, you know, I think it's breaking down for women, but for men, a lot of their self-worth and how they feel about themselves is based on what I can show the world I've become, right? Totally, yeah. That's exactly where it's at, you know. And and you're right, there's, the, you know, the things of competitiveness and they're looking at each other. Like you reckon that women compare each other, mm. tr- compare against each other. Trust me, men, but just as much. You know, like they're comparing themselves to one another like there's no tomorrow. Um, I suppose we just talk about it more when it comes to women. Um, you know, but as I said, as you, as you pointed out, you know, with what's been happening with the way in which men build themselves up, you know, I think also women, the, now that they're getting to know themselves, they're also getting to know that what's more real, you know, and the conscious women out there that are looking for a conscious man, 
know that that man isn't tied up in the things that he has or has done. You know, like for myself, going on this journey and now realizing who I am, you know, realizing that everything I seek I already have and are, that has been the most treasured experience of my life, you know. And it's been the, like there's nothing in this world now that I could see that it could ever fill that space of what I feel. You know, rather I feel the space I already am now being manifested through the experiences that I'm having, but it doesn't change who I am. But for a guy to, you know, really begin that journey, you know, to go on there and, and let go of, I suppose, the things that the things that have looked so important, the attachments that most guys have and and the needs are huge, you know, like just put out of that as you said, that, you know, responsibility factor and and thinking that who they are is their job, how much they're getting paid, all that type of stuff, it's a big leap for men. It's a yep. big leap for them to step outside that box and go, well, I need to go follow my heart, you know, like I did myself, to just stop, stop doing what I love. And look, for me, it wasn't too hard. I just had a partner. But there are men that have families, mm. that have children, you know, um, and they're done, like waking up, going to jobs that they just do not resonate with one bit and just working just to bring home a paycheck in order to make sure the family's fed, you know, but they're not living. These guys are waking up and it's like robots and they just feel dead, you know, and then that just that causes so many problems within the, the family unit themselves, who these guys are being. It's just it crumbles, you know, eventually. But, you know, for the men that that are able to take a step back, you know, and start to maybe take some steps towards trusting, you know, what they feel really do and start stepping outside the box and see other guys that are doing that and living a conscious life, just like the women have been doing, you know, like a lot of women have been getting out of the corporate world now and, you know, working from home, doing things around health and wellness, um, you know, not just health and wellness, just even their own businesses and whatever that may be, you know, like fashion, you see it in, I don't know, also in home deck. I, I see all these sorts of different, you know, women doing all these different stuff, working for themselves, you know, they're really it on because, you know, they're reclaiming their power. They're going, look, I don't have to go and play these roles anymore. I can actually go live my life doing what I love and whether that's doing something in a business sense or just traveling, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't have to be um, work orientated. It's more about who they're being, you know, and that's one thing where when a guy doesn't allow himself to connect to what he truly feels, it's very hard for him to connect with, well, who am I being right now? You know, usually the, the men, they're just stuck in ego, stuck in their mind, and they don't even realize it, um, you know, because of, they just haven't had that support or that conversation around well, what do I feel and what does that mean? What's this feeling part, you know? Some of the biggest businessmen in the world, you know, like uh, Richard Branson, the late Steve Jobs, they attribute, you know, a lot of their success to their intuition, what they feel, their gut instinct. You know, even sportsmen, you know, they, they I was actually at the gym and I was training with uh, Sonny Bill Williams uh, today and, and he was talking about his feeling in his game, you know, and mm. he's one of the best rugby players in the world and um, he brings a lot of the zone you know into his practice but he's in touch with what he feels you know and you can see that and it's funny the guys that really go out there and 
make it in that way in life, whether it's, you know, in their careers or whatever, it doesn't have to be career driven. A lot of them will talk about what they feel. I've just noticed that, you know, just even some interviews that I've done with people late, there are guys out there and they are conscious of what they're feeling, but it just isn't a broader conversation. Mm. Um, you know, so, yeah, you're right. All those things that you, you pointed out, they're, um, they're big key points to, I suppose, what's, uh, what seems to be getting in the way of men becoming uh, more conscious and trusting what they feel to do in their life. Mm, and I think what you mentioned around where they can, seeking out people who are perhaps living the way they want to be living or who are inspiring them in some way or who are, you know, living in the flow, finding their zone of genius, finding their, you know, setting up their own business. The reason being, like I know on my journey uh, as a woman kind of coming into this stuff, when I started back when I was 20, so that was 12 years ago, there was barely anyone into this work Mm -hmm. and I found it so hard Um, and it, it probably, i delayed my journey for about five years because people just kept telling me I was weird and and I felt like there was something wrong with me because I was into personal development when I was 20 and you know, I wanted to meditate and go to Buddhist classes and people didn't get it and and I I could feel how difficult it was to really bust out into that way of being when I didn't have any support around me but as oh. yeah as this has now grown and, and, you know, there are that many people doing it and you join a community and then all of a sudden you see these role models of women who are doing what you want to do and you go, oh, it's possible. Oh, I can mm-hmm. do that. And it, it, the support of it is, is just imperative, which is why this conversation is so exciting to me. Um, but if we were to just to step it back a minute because... What we're talking about here with conscious living is, yes, following what you feel and that may require you to quit your job and all that stuff. But where where would you recommend a guy even begin? And you touched on feeling. Even begin, even if he's not yet ready to say, okay, I'm going to take a leap and follow my heart and change my life. But I want to start my journey. I want to become more conscious of what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking who I am, you know, where, where would even the beginning steps of that be for someone? You know, the, the beginning step, the, thing, the only thing that comes to me mm. <laughs> is this word stop. Mm. Uh, you know, I just, I would encourage men and I do to slow down, stop, go take time out, you know, um, away from everyone, you know, family work, take time to go connect, connect with yourself, and, you know, one of the big things that I encourage guys, go, go to somewhere in nature, yep. you know, take the weekend off, just go be with yourself so you can really start to get a sense of what you're actually feeling. And some people are scared to do that because at the same time when they stop, all this stuff comes up, all this suppressed stuff, you know, that they haven't, haven't yet to feel, um, you know, and they already know that that's waiting there for them. So sometimes they avoid even stopping. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a guy that's willing and maybe, you know, he's just fed up, you know, he's, he's been on the hard road, so to say, and he's realising that he's not arriving anywhere, he's going through enough ups and downs, you know, I would just suggest stopping. Um, you know, I'd probably suggest that because it was part of my journey. Um, you know, I, I found myself just stopping and I went and sat down at the beach yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I just sat with myself and all my fears came up. Um, my mind went mental, got very loud, yeah. um, just with all the fears of 
you know, what am I doing? You know, like you're throwing away, all, you know, this who you think you are. Well, you know, back then I didn't know that's who I thought I was. I was more listening to a voice telling me I was throwing away, you know, career and, you know, feeding fear. What are you going to do? You've got no skill. Like, do you understand? Like, this is what you're known for. You know, it's just my ego going mental. Mm. But I also knew that didn't, you know, I wasn't happy. My moments of happiness were only felt momentarily. So just stopping and realizing all this stuff, stopping and observing myself, you know, and, and not reacting, rather just observing what's moving through me, observing how my mind's showing up, you know, because you're just on autopilot. As I said, you know, I know guys that just wake up and they're like robots. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just on, a, on a schedule and they haven't had time yet to ponder, had time to really connect with themselves. So, you know, for a guy that's looking to can feel there's change around or wants to, you know, take steps, I suppose, towards, you know, something that they don't even know yet because sometimes you just don't even know. You don't have the answer. You don't know where you're going but you know where you're at right now isn't the nicest experiences. You're not enjoying it. So rather than looking to, you know, hope that one day things will change or think that you've got to go out there try and change, improve or fix what's going on, um, you know, I, I would suggest just stopping, being with what you're experiencing right now and letting yourself just experience what you've manifested in feeling for that moment, mm. you know. Um, that's a very powerful exercise, um, you know, just feeling your feet wherever you are in the group, you know, if you're going into nature or wherever this is somewhere that you feel peaceful and you're not distracted and even having your phone on and just feeling your feet on the ground and connecting to your breath, you know, and, and just observing yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just a great step for anyone, um, getting back to your being sense rather than your human doingness. Um, it's a very powerful step. Yeah, well, the I mean, masculine energy is a very doing kind of action, mm. outcome-focused energy. And, um, but obviously every person has both male and female energy within them and sometimes it requires the man to connect a little more with that, with that feminine energy, which is that more receptive kind of uh, inwards reflective being energy, as you've said. And I think maybe just being willing to sit for a moment with yourself and get really honest. Like, because mm -hmm. I, I think, I mean, obviously I don't, I'm speaking from a female's perspective, but, you know, it's the same for all of us. Sometimes you don't really want to have to get honest about what is and isn't working because then you know you're going to have to do something about it. So you kind of just go into coping mode. Like I'm just going to keep going and doing and doing and doing and denying what I'm feeling and just pushing on, you know, and I think men are pretty good at that. We just got to push on beyond adversity and it's meant to, it's meant <laughs> Break to. The, go out there and bust your ass and make it happen, yeah, you know. Work you harder. You know, it's all about, come on, let's yeah. do this. Come on, man, you know. And it's, it's, never, all... it's You never hear a guy say, stop and feel yeah you know like just you never like it's just it's the most awkward thing you don't stop <laughs> like what are you talking about but don't like you know? guys sometimes take pride in the fact that it's hard and that i'm yeah i'm overcoming this and and i've got to push more and and it's almost like there's i mean i've watched ex-boyfriends in the past be like really busy but almost take pride in the fact that they're so busy and they're so stressed you know because there's a lot of this uh, satisfaction that comes from achieving and, and there's not so much that comes from just being and sitting. So I think, yeah. as you said, taking the moments to 
be present and still and take a bit of time out for yourself and maybe just get really honest about how you're actually feeling about your life at the moment. Like, are you feeling good? Is stuff feeling good to you? What isn't feeling good right now and, and what is? And maybe just initially really taking stock of what's what's going on. Yeah, look, there's, there's two things that you mentioned there as well which come up for guys. You know, when you said that they're addicted to achieving and really that's because a guy's usually driven when they're an ego on outcome and result, yeah. um, you know, which is always a future thing. So they're never here anyway. They're always looking at where they've got to get to, where they've got to, you know, what they've got to become. Um, you know, which is always about the outcomes and the results. And for as long as your 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 mind is there, then you're never free to simply be. Um, you know, you're never free to simply be yourself because who you are is becoming built up on your story. And as soon as you're in your story, you're not following the feeling anymore. Um, you know, so the other thing that you mentioned as well was um, honesty. And yes, being honest is so important. But it's funny that um, the word that came to me as you said that was vulnerability. You know, mm. I find a, this topic of vulnerability for men is just non-existent. It's like, mm. what do you mean be vulnerable? You know, like, but, you know, Renee Brown comes to, you know, comes to mind and, uh, you know, she's, she's spoken a lot about vulnerability. Um, I can't remember the name of her book. but um, Daring Greatly? I think that's it. Yeah, you know, there's just there's just a big conversation around it. You know, for women and and I think vulnerability is something that needs to be explored with men. You know, yes. what does it mean to be a vulnerable guy? What does it mean to be able to express what you feel? Um, you know, f for a guy. You know, because for as long as they don't understand what that means um, and, and how to do how to do it, um, you know, then it becomes almost frowned upon. You know, it becomes almost like you're weak. Like, what a in in the in a masculine world, you're being vulnerable. Like that is just weak. You know, it's it's judged like that. So you know, again, there's just there's a there's a few blockers going on. You know, within our you know society and in the way that um, men portray themselves to be or have to be, yeah. um, that really just stop them even going and being conscious to who they truly are. You know, there's a, there's a few roadblocks there that come up straight away, mm. you know. So, um, yeah, look, long will be the day that I suppose you have guys sitting at the pub all talking about their feelings and <laughs> drinking green juices. But, um, you know, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? So vulnerability in men, what, how, how would you kind of explain that? I mean, just for a guy who's kind of like, oh, gosh, what does this whole vulnerability, vulnerability thing entail? Vulnerability in men, all right. Well, for me. <laughs> what do I, I have to know, do? What do I have to do? You know, it's vulnerability for me is just being real with what you feel, you know, and I know that I can be vulnerable because I suppose, look, I've been doing this work for years now and, and in being vulnerable, I don't feel I have anything I can give away or anything that can be taken from me because I know my true self, you know, but for when I didn't have a deep enough connection with my true self, um, you know, being vulnerable was a fucking scary thing. Sorry for swearing, everyone. Yeah, um, <laughs> but it was really confronting because, yeah. you know, as, as a guy, I, straight away, not only was I worried about what other people were thinking, I was looking at myself and going, this isn't normal. Mm. This is like, what's happening to me? Why am I feeling all this stuff and feeling emotional and being honest about these feelings and everything? It was very awkward space, mm. you know. And now, look, I think I've been a sensitive guy, you know, since I was a kid. Mm. <laughs> so, I've 
been aware of my feelings, so it's been, it was maybe it was a bit easier for me to be real about what I felt. Um, but you know, for to be vulnerable is just to be real about how you feel, and you know that can be one of the most powerful things to do in any circumstance in life, relationships, career. You know, to to speak from that space, to speak from the rawness, the vulnerability, that the space that comes from there, the authenticity, it moves people. It creates such amazing flow in your life, you know. But we as guys frown upon it a bit because it's like, well, that's weak, you know. Don't be a pussy, you know. Like it's just... It's it's frowned upon. So you know, it's it's also as I said, one of the things which is a blocker. But for me, yeah, I, I couldn't imagine any other way of living. Like I am not scared at all to express how I feel. Um, you know, because oh, so I've got some lorikeets jumping around on my I balcony. Can, I know, I can hear them. They're having a bit of a party. There's, they um, yeah, I've had birds <laughs> visiting me the past few days down in Bondi, and um, they're destroying my balcony at the moment because I'm not out there feeding them. Thanks, guys. Um, anyway, but uh, yeah, with with the vulnerability, I um, you know, it's I couldn't imagine living any other way because I found so much power in vulnerability. You know, I've found so much power in being honest and real with what I feel, and not for anyone else, mm. not because I'm you know looking to. Um, get anything from what's happening externally but because when I speak from what I feel, when I speak from that vulnerable space, I am free, you know, I'm free to be myself, mm. um, you know, and, and that's a very powerful space for anyone to be in. Oh, and I think relationship-wise, I mean, there's so many areas obviously you can be vulnerable in and, and be really real with yourself and with others but, you know, I think a lot of people, well, I know I'm in the space where you know, I'm wanting to experience that beautiful, deep, vulnerable connection with someone, that intimacy and that, um, and a conscious relationship as well, where two people are, you know, self-aware and, and on their own journeys, as well as really enjoying being together and, 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 you know, without all that need and fear and anxiety going on. Um, and I think, you know, what can be created between a man and a woman in a relationship when both parties are really real and vulnerable and are, um, tuned into what they feel, expressing what they feel without the fear of having to have masks and games. Because, I mean, being a woman, like a lot of men play games, a lot of men, um, you know, maybe that's just what I'm manifesting, James. But, <laughs> but you know, there's, and there's a, my experience has been, and again, look, this has probably been a reflection of where, where I've been at on my journey is that I do tend to manifest men who are struggling to really open up and express how they feel as well. And you know, this is something huge that I'm working on in myself is my openness and vulnerability. But I can mm. see it, it, it's, it creates roadblocks in relationships where two people have all the fear going on that gets in the way of that incredible connection that can come from vulnerability. Yeah, well, I know that that incredible connection, you know, and that vulnerability comes like for me, you know, and mm. if I can't be open, if I can't be you know, real and just vulnerable within myself, then why would I expect someone to show up and be mm. in that space as well? So true. You know, so, you know, for me, but to get to that space, it's not about, okay, well, let's just be open. You know, what does it mean to be open and vulnerable? You know, for, for me, that means to feel that I'm already whole and complete within myself, you know, because then it's not about being vulnerable with the fear factor. It's about being vulnerable because, 
you know, you have nothing to gain, nothing to lose. Yeah. It's just like I want to be vulnerable because it's real. You know, I want to be vulnerable and speak from what I feel because that's when I feel alive. That's when I'm living. I don't have to play games. I'm not looking to manipulate the story. Yeah. I already have everything that I'm looking for within myself. You know, that is one of the greatest spaces to find, I think, for any individual because then even when it comes to relationships, you know, you're not looking to get anything from anyone mm. um, and you're not looking to give anything away. You're just there to share a space, share something you are already feeling. You know, it's um, <laughs> it's funny. About a couple of weeks ago, I, had a, I woke up and, and I just feel things, you know, like I woke up and, and I felt this this love you know and, and I feel that very present you know I notice I notice the moments actually when I'm not present more so because I'm now finding in my experience I'm very present with my life moment by moment and um, in that presence you feel joy you feel happiness you know because you're connected to who you truly are which is natural state of being is happiness mm. you know and um, then what happened was uh, you know I had this morning where I just felt love like it was just a little bit more like what's going on you know but in my story it's not like I was in like with someone in love mm. you know I was feeling the love already am the love already already are you know and in that moment right that morning I knew that I was like oh wow there's there's something coming. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whoa, like, because it was, it stuck around. I went, oh, something's unfolding here. I could feel it. Anyway, a um, couple of weeks later, long story short, a woman shows up in my reality, you know, and there's this instant connection and I'm feeling the love I already have being expressed through this mm. woman, you know, and I'm going, wow, this is kind of cool. And Usually when that happens for anyone, you know, no matter where they're at and anywhere in life, you know, you, you go to question it a bit. And I suppose that's where the games come in because you're like, well, hang on, what's the, what are they feeling? Where are they at? Mm. You know, your attention goes on, well, I'm feeling this for them. But for me, I realise, no, hang on, I already feel this. I don't get this from her. I'm feeling it and I'm experiencing myself as that feeling through this body with this partner that showed up, right? Yeah. So my attention doesn't go on her. I just express how I feel. So, you know, from meeting this person, I'm very open and upfront. Like, mm. you know, I talk from how I'm feeling. I'm like, I, you know, I express. I'm just like, this is, you know, I don't have anything to hide. Like within the first couple of, you know, dates or if you want to call them dates, you know, connecting with each other, I was just so open about, well, it's funny that you showed up because I've been feeling, you know, <laughs> this thing and I'm feeling this amazing connection with you. And she's like, you know, and then obviously in the story because I'm already feeling it, she's like, yeah, it's interesting because I, the story, I felt that the first moment that I connected with you, mm. you know, and but I don't then go and place any power in the relationship and think that I'm falling in love with her, you see, because otherwise that means I have expectations. Yeah. I'm going to have all these things that I think she's going to bring me. And that's the same with everything in life. You know, things start to happen in our life and we start to place power in it, you know, so therefore we become attached and needy. No, I just keep remembering the truth. Like 
I'm already feeling love. I am that love. And this is my experience of it. But it's still not real. What's real is what I feel. Yeah. That's a really cool story. (laughs) So I'm just expressing this and things happening. Like, of course, we're hanging out, having amazing connection. These it's just incredible. But when I'm here, when I'm living my life and she's not in my story right now, in, in this moment, I don't think about her. Mm. You know, I don't feel like I'm missing something. You know, like I'm not going, oh, fuck, this person's not in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. I'm just living my life moment by moment because I'm already bringing that in love feeling, that love feeling with me moment by moment. Yeah. Oh, I totally if, get it. I love it. Yeah, but if I'm attaching it to something else, to, oh, it was because of this woman, oh, it's because of the highs I get in my job or because, do you understand? Yeah. Then what happens in those other moments? Why can't you bring everything into one moment? <laughs> yeah. It's just, that's, so, it's just a beautiful story, Jamie, about, you know, everyone talks about, oh, love yourself before you love another or feel the love within you or whatever, you know, the language is. That's a bit of a, you're explaining it in a bit of a different way, but um I love that distinction being that I'm feeling this feeling and I've manifested this person as an opportunity to kind of express that feeling through me. You know what I mean? Versus versus sort of just having to feel it within myself. I get to now bring it out and express it. And it's not that I'm expressing it for that person or that I've fallen in love with that person. I'm just feeling what I'm feeling and I've now got this beautiful opportunity with another person to to let that move through me and be expressed. And I think that's really cool. Totally, but I always have to remember who I am. Yeah. And who I am is not this body, it's not these thoughts because if I think I am this body, there's me and someone else and that's where I go into duality. Mm. Who I am is a feeling, one moment, one feeling, you know, one body and that is who I am. I am in all things. I am only ever loving myself in another. Mm. And that is hard to grasp and, and it's taken me three, four years of constant remembering like, and to get to that space of feeling that, right, um, I, yeah, I've had to go through a relationship of not feeling that but realising it was because I was placing power in the relationship thinking that I needed to change, improve or fix or for something to happen in order for me to feel that. But I had to keep bringing it back to myself. I had to keep finding and questioning myself, not the relationship, not what's happening externally. Do you understand? And yeah. I don't know, everyone's journey is different. There's no seven steps. There's nothing that I can give anyone. They've just got to keep bringing it back to themselves and asking how do I feel, you know, um, and through that there's amazing processes and things that will unfold for everybody, you know, if they're willing to bring it back to who they truly are and, uh, you know, and see where they forget who they are by buying into their identity and in the way that that searches for love externally. Mm-hmm. So, um this conversation just went from conscious living men to relationships, Scotty. <laughs> but you know what? It's perfect. That's why I always I leave this completely unscripted and unplanned because it always flows where it's meant to flow. And, and I knew you were going to take it deep, Jamie. You always do. So that's perfect. Thank you so, so much for your time. This has been the most incredible conversation. And, and uh, I really – I mean, I'd love to, to – sort of get this to as many men as possible who are you know because I think maybe they feel this stuff but they don't maybe they question it because they're like this is kind of weird what is this but a conversation like this right now where someone says hey this is what I'm living and this is totally 
exactly what you're meant to be feeling and it means you're on the right track and there's nothing weird about it. I just think that's going to be really supportive for people. So thank you so, so much for your time. Oh, look, I love chatting with you, Connie. Absolutely love it. We've shared some great times together and it's beautiful to watch your journey unfolding and everything that's going on. And yeah, I absolutely love when we catch up. And as well, if anyone out there, you know, especially men that are looking to connect, you know, feel free to go to jankatsiles.com and check out my mentoring page and um, they can organize a free chat with me um, through there um, if anyone is looking to connect further. Mm. Um, but, yeah, thanks, Connie. I really appreciate the opportunity to, to catch up with you and have this conversation. I've loved it. Oh, yeah, no, my pleasure. It's been so, so cool. Is there anything that you feel to share that is in the pipeline for you that people can expect from you or is it best just to rock on over your site and, and sign up for updates over there? Yeah, just rock on over to um, you know, and, and check out what's going on there and, yeah, I don't know what's in the pipeline. Very open. There's certain things unfolding, but um, yeah, just if you want to connect and stay connected, do it through there. Jump on my um, newsletter list. I, you know, regularly communicate with with everyone on there. So uh, if anything, you know, exciting is going to be popping up, you'll you'll hear about it. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much, Jamie, for your time. It's been an awesome conversation. And thank you to everyone who's been listening. If you know any men who uh, are in, in your life who are kind of on this journey and needing some support, you know, flick this episode through to them and, and uh, let them tune in because I think it's going to be really, really cool. And for women as well, you know, because we're all, we're all on this together. We're supporting men as well. So it's not just for men, this conversation. But thank you to everyone. Yeah. You know what? Just Connie, one yeah. last thing. Yeah. I've got to put this in. You know, for the women that are out there, you know, who are, because I get this a lot and mm. i just got to say this, I get women that contact me going, I'm trying to organize a session for my husband, right. okay? Yep. This happens to me quite regularly. One of the things that I will encourage women to do, like, and this sounds really weird because you're in a relationship, but you make sure that you are you are present with yourself mm. and the man has to want to change, right? Yeah. He has to want to go on this journey. You can never, ever, ever, ever push anyone, right? But if you are in a relationship and there's stuff going with your man, the only thing that you could do is accept him, mm. accept him and meet him where he is at, you know, because if you're coming from a place of judgment, man, it puts so much pressure on the relationship, you know, and also the guy will run. Yeah. Because he's, he will feel that. So if you can, just accept, accept the man that you love for being wherever he is at, you know. And I promise you, if you can do that, you'll find that he, the way in which you'll show up will shift. Um, but I just want to drop that in because no, women glad. also, you know, they can play a really strong role. And, yes, just holding space for a man, you know, for the stuff that he's going through, um, you know, but don't bring judgment into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or make yeah. him feel like there's something about him that needs to be improved or fixed. Exactly. Yeah. You know, totally. You know, and that's that can be hard at times, but that's what unconditional love is, is yeah. to accept what is. You know, you're not here to try and change someone. Like that's not unconditional. Yeah. Anyway. No, <laughs> totally. To I'm glad I'm glad you threw that in. I think that's absolutely perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you to everyone who's tuned into today's episode and I look forward to connecting with you again uh, next week on Awaken Radio. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye.